Hey guys, this is Jason over at the Coonhound Collective Podcast. I'm here today to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cocky's Outdoors. Whether you need a few dog collars or the whole setup, they can fix you up. They have a wide range of products from hound hunting to fishing. My friends over at Cocky's Outdoors can help you out. You can order online at conkeysoutdoors.com. Call them at 904-692-1568, 904-692-1568, or if you're in the Hastings, Florida area, go by and see them. Again, that's at conkeysoutdoors.com because we support support people who support our way of life. This is your host, Jason Snurgrove, and I will be your guide as we journey down the road to pleasure hunt or hitting the long trail to those great cop hunts. This is the Coon Hound Collective Podcast. you see one kid walk out of that uh, building with a smile on their face is worth it. Alright guys, the voice you hear there is Mr. Chris Freiberger. He's the youth director with PKC. We're going to talk things, all things youth with PKC upcoming events, the Mississippi State Youth Hunt, the Missouri State Youth Hunt, the Trader Inc. Hunt, the Youth Nationals, the World Championship. Stay tuned, you're going to want to hear what Chris has to say of these upcoming events and what clubs can do and what events they can hold to help get more youth involved. Whether you have a youth involved or whether you're just out there hunting yourself, stay tuned, listen to this. This is the future of our sport. All right, guys, thank you for joining us today on the Coonhound Collective Podcast. Today, we're going to have Mr. Chris Freiberger on the podcast talking about uh, the youth and PKC and some of the upcoming youth events that they have planned. So just stand by. We're going to get Mr. Chris on the line. Hello. Hey, Chris, this is Jason Snellgrove. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Hey, I uh, appreciate you taking the time to uh, to do this with me uh, tonight. So uh, you're the youth program director with PKC, right? That's correct. Why don't you just go ahead and briefly tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got into coon hunting, and uh, where you're from. Well, I'm from a small town uh, in Beaufort, called Beaufort, Missouri. It's not very big. We don't even have a stoplight. Uh, raised on a family farm. Farm's been in our family for 110 or 15 years, something like that now. Um, we raised registered Hereford, uh, black Hereford cattle. I got into coon hunting, oh, probably around 92, 93. I went to high school with a guy, Jason Love. He took me on my first coon hunt, and from then, I just was kind of hooked. Um, I started competition hunting in the late late 90s, early 2000s, probably, and got it. Um, I just... Uh, love the the competition of the 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 competition aspect of it and i loved hunting for money so i kind of got in with pkc and started hunting the hunts and um the rest is kind of old history uh as far as the youth program you know i kind of kind of started out as a committee member with amy thomas um she was a huge asset to the youth program um she was a youth director for several years and um I grew up with her. She took me on my first squirrel hunt, her and her dad, as I was growing up. And I uh, just kind of squirrel hunted with them. And I guess uh, she thought I ha- had something to add to the program. So she brought me on as a committee member here a couple, probably five years ago, I guess. So that's, uh, I guess, getting on that committee has got you to the place you are to now as the uh, youth director with PKC. So I, I know I read online that the... Um, Youth National Hunt. 
that the youth nationals is is a new idea of a hunt that we have brought. Uh, Jed Finley and Steve Gant have worked very hard to put this uh, hunt together, and it will be brand new in 2022. Um, it'll be in June, okay, mid June of 2022. Um, any kid will be qualified the very first year for the youth nationals. Uh, first place pays five thousand. Okay. Um, it's the biggest youth hunt PKC in PKC history, uh, okay. as far as the prize package, prize okay. money. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, especially you know something to get the youth out there, get them involved, absolutely. get them excited about. Absolutely. So there's some 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 great hunts coming up for sure here in the uh, in the near future for the youth. Um, I know uh, one of the hunts that are is coming up is the Mississippi State Youth Hunt in Wiggins, Mississippi. Um, just from what I've seen, sounds like there's going to be some great prizes for that. But, uh, here in May, I think it is, Chris, is when the Missouri State Youth Hunt is? Yes, sir. Um, May, I think it's, it's mid-May also. I don't have the dates in front of me. But, uh, on a Friday night, we have the Missouri State Youth Championship. It's a $500 added, $30 event, guaranteed $100 cast wins, um, and then on Saturday night, we will also be hosting the Trader Inc. Youth Championship, which is a huge event every year. Okay. Um, Jed Finley does as much for the youth as, as anybody. Um, he puts up all the prize money for, for his hunt. Um, I think they give, I think it's like a $2,500 added purse, uh, okay. for that event on, on, uh, Saturday night and all the entry fees will be free. So, I mean, it's, it's huge for them kids to come over to Forestdale, Missouri, and we're just going to have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. So, sounds like it. Um, so, with spring, you know, I, I know we're right in the middle of winter right now, but, you know, it won't be long. We'll be talking spring. Spring's coming. Um, what what other hunts uh, out there that you're aware of around the country that are coming up that a youth can, can get involved with, mark their calendar, and be ready to go to? You know, um, some of the biggest things is we the uh, youth program committee actually came up with a new hunt this year. Um, we actually piloted it at the Youth World. It's it's called a Youth Pro Classic. Okay. You can have a hundred dollar entry fees or two hundred dollar entry fees, either one, whichever the club prefers. And it's a way that uh, the kids can interact with each other and and hunt against each other in a uh, adult atmosphere, if you will, you know, um, where they're actually hunting for a big prize money. Them, them hunts can be hosted by any club. They, they're just a 16 dog hunt, 12 dog. You know, you can have it if you have 12 dogs, mm -hmm. just like the older, uh, pro classics, you know, it's a great event and there's, there's a few getting, uh, scheduled right now throughout the country. So, I mean, um, we try and, Post everything on ProHound um, on the uh, website. I try and uh, update my Facebook page or the uh, the uh, PKC Youth Hunters Facebook page. I try and keep that updated as as much as possible to keep that awareness out there for them kids, so they know where you know the hunts are going to be coming up. Yeah. This summer. Yeah. Well, it seems like youth can find their way around a computer or electronics better Absolutely. better than I can. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh youth nationals uh that that is coming you had a a dog donated or a puppy donated that was raffled off to help raise money for that is that correct 
Yes, sir. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Sigmund was gracious enough to donate a puppy out of her own stock. They, the Sigmunds have always raised and bred and trained their own dogs out there. And she had a puppy left over that she donated graciously to the youth program to be used for the youth nationals. And the, she wanted the money donated in Jarvis Umphers' name. Now, Mr. Umphers was a huge, huge you know, he's a huge asset to this coon hunting world. I mean, he, he's the one that founded PCA, which turned into PKC and, you know, pretty much got the youth program started and everything like that. So she wanted to donate that money in his name. And uh, we sold all the raffles. Uh, Mr. Nunnally from out there in North Carolina, I believe, actually won the pup. So um, it, it was it was a great deal. Um, I want to make a little shout out to Jason Hill, Billy Turner. Also, he was going to be the transport. He was donating his transport uh, to whoever won the pup. So, okay. I mean, it was a great opportunity for someone to to get a pretty cheap pup. And it was also, um, you know, just great of them to both to donate their time and to donate the pup to the youth program. Yeah, well, for sure. And, and you know, if you're listening to this, you need a dog moved or you're looking for a puppy, reach out to both of those people and support them. You know, they donated Absolutely. their services to uh, help make this possible with the youth for sure. So I'm looking at the um, poster for the uh, hunt in Forestdale, Missouri on May the 20th with the Trader Inc. Youth Challenge. For someone, a youth out there that's listening to this that's never been, figure out if they should go or not, and they're looking at this and it's got a fishing tournament, a bench show, a tree and contest, a water race. Can you go through those events briefly and talk about what they can expect uh, when they get there? exactly what each one of those are and what they'd be doing in each one of them if, if they're you know not familiar with those sure well we start out on saturday you know i think it's the mid-afternoon if you go to, i think it starts at two o'clock maybe and we have a fishing tournament but at our club over there we have a stocked lake um we let the kids hunt for an hour i'll have two or three judges running around with scales mm-hmm. when the kids pull in a fish we weigh it or we just keep a tally of how many they can catch in in an hour. Okay. Um, it's usually uh, some kind of prizes that they win. We take donations all through the year, and then we do some raffles and stuff like that to raise money to buy all these prizes. So we'll have two age divisions, um, the young kids and older kids, of course. Um, and then we'll move on to, I think the bench show is probably next. Um, you know, it'll just be just like any other bench show. Of course, it's non-sanctioned. But um, will also be a prize uh, package of some sort, maybe a cash prize for the winner of the bench show. Um, we usually have one or two judges in there, so it's not just one person's opinion. It'll be a panel. And then we move on to probably the tree and contest. Um, of course, you know, we'll have a, a tree and contest, which is, is the most barks. Whoever's dog makes the most barks in 30 seconds. Also have a, some kind of prize package for the winner. And then we move on to the water race. The water race is probably the most interesting for me or for most people that have never seen a water race. Um, We have an actual uh, pond out there that we, that we let the dogs swim across and chase the coontail across the, the, across the water. And the first one that the trees on the pole, whenever they come out of the water wins, it's probably, Oh, I would say it's close to a hundred yard swim across Hmm. there. It gets pretty interesting throughout the day you know, to see which dog is going to win. So, um, and then we go into the night hunt and, uh, the night hunt, 
will be uh, it's a thirty dollar open event, but it's actually Jed Finley pays all the entry fees to his hunt. So um, he will pay all the entries. the The kids will go out and hunt for one hour. The final four will go back out and hunt for an, a one hour and determine the champion. Okay. So um, then the champion usually will win some kind of dream hunt. Um, Jed always puts together some sort of exotic hunts. Like uh, there was an elk hunt last year, a hog hunt in Texas. I just got back from uh, Buffalo, Texas this past week, and we took uh, Brian Payne that won the, the won the hunt last year. We took him on a on a two day hog hunt down there. So it was really, really great for what them, you know, what we offer for them kids. And like I said, I'd like to do a shout out to Trader Inc. and Trader Inc. Outdoors for what they do for the youth. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Well, that, that, that stuff don't come free. And I mean, especially you just get in a truck and drive somewhere now, it ain't free, you know, with the price of gas and stuff. So for for them to step up and or anybody to step up and donate their time or 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 finances or you know donate a hunt or whatever that's that's a big deal and those people definitely need to be patted on the back for sure move moving forward into you know later into the year uh coming up to the the youth national hunt what things uh does a a youth need to do to prepare themselves do you, do you think to be in these larger hunts um you know i i drawed out on the last two pkc cast i drawed out with uh, i drawed out with a 13 year old boy same boy both casts and he, he whipped me both times and i told him i said son <laughs> next time i draw out with you i'm withdrawing <laughs> so, so some of these some of these young kids you know they're they've they've coon hunted since you know they were big enough to be toted by their daddies but there's other kids that you know h- hear about it or hear about it from friends and they want to get involved in it and they find out there's a competition side to it what what are those what could you tell those kids to do to be ready, to get themselves ready to be in the competition level? Well, first of all, I would give any kid that would even thinks that they like it to try it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a huge, huge way to, you know, even so far as much as, you know, get money for college because we offer all these scholarships you mm-hmm. know, throughout the world, huh? I mean, just get out there and try it. And then the biggest thing is I can tell them, you know, if they need any kind of help, give, give somebody a call, give myself a call. You know, um, Jerry Maul said it the best. I've always liked Jerry. Me and Jerry's always got along good. And he's always been a mentor to me because he's always helped me throughout the youth program when I was, you know, just on a committee and stuff like that. But at the bottom of his, uh, whenever he posted on ProHound, it always said, read your blue book and prepare your dog. And that makes the most sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them kids need to read that blue book. Understand, know and understand the rules is huge. Yeah. Um, I know the rules can be interpreted different, different ways by different people. But if you have a grasp on what the rules mean and how they can work, then I think, you know, you're, you're well enough on your way. Yeah. And just, uh, kind of clarify to to a youth out there you don't have to know every rule in that book a hundred percent like like the back of your hand that would be great to know 
but just know the basics of the rules Absolutely. and go out there and my opinion first and foremost have a good time first sure and the rest of it will fall in place i mean there's people out there that's been doing this for years that you know make mistakes on calling a dog or you know they've interpreted a rule one way but it's actually meant another way you know so first and foremost my thing is always you know just have have a good time and that's right and that's why we have the youth program is to get them kids ready for the adult you know the adult part of the of the competition thing honey and you know we want them kids to have fun and that's the whole reason for our, you know for our day-long events um, mississippi is going to be huge I've never been down there. I hope I get to go this year. But the way I've heard that that is Mr. Eddie does a tremendous job down there with him and his team. That They put on a hunt down there that is second to none. I, I've never heard a bad word about that, you know, about that uh, hunt that goes on. And then, you know, when we do the one at Forestdale, we try and mimic it the best we can. But I know we don't have the, the participation or that that they have down there in Mississippi, but I mean, we're brand new. We've only been doing it for two years. This will be our, this will be our second year, I guess this year that we've had the trader ink hunt and the state championship together. So it has brought more participants to Forestell than it has in the past, uh, you know, several years. But, you know, the, like you said, the biggest thing is to go out there and have fun. And if, you know, you think you might like it, then try it again, because like I said, it, it, it'll get better. And it, you know, if you can, you know the rules, or if you if you can know part of the rules, it'll help you down the road. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and like I said, you don't you don't have to know them exact exactly. You know oh. every rule in the book. Just get the basics down, and a lot of us is trial by fire anyway. So, <laughs> hey guys, this is Jason over at the Coonhound Collective Podcast. If you're thinking about swapping to a different dog feed, give my friends a look over at ExtremeDogField.com. They carry two different lines. They carry an Elite and a Professional. The Professional has corn, wheat, and soy in it. The Elite does not have corn, wheat, and soy. Go over to ExtremeDogField.com. See which line and which mixture is right for you. Find a retailer near you. If you're in the Southwest Missouri, Northwest Arkansas area, you can't find a retailer and you want to give it a shot, hit me up at the Coonhound Collective at gmail.com. I am a current dealer for Extreme Dog Fuel. I can get you price and I can get you dog feed. Again, go see my friends over at extremedogfuel.com. You won't be disappointed. You well, not only that, I mean, you know, your judges that are out there will have non hunting judges on most casts. Um, and then judges, they will help you, you know, if it's your first time or, you know, it's your First time in a competition, you might have been coon hunting all your life, but your first time to a competition hunt. That's what them judges are for. You know, they'll explain things to you. And that that's a big pet peeve of mine is to pick judges that can give you information as they go, you know, to help them kids learn as yeah. they, you know, if they do mess up out there. Well, instead of, you know, just minusing their dog, explain to them why they got their dog minused. Yeah. You know, that that's huge to me. So. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. I entered my first PKC hunt when I was, I think I was 16 or 17. And um, yeah, I, I didn't get taught the lesson that way. I got taught the lesson the wrong way. So $30 at a time, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm looking here at the 2022 Mississippi State PKC Youth Hunt. It's on March the 5th in Wiggins, Mississippi. And they are given a uh, Sika deer hunt, a... Six five Creedmoor rifle, so it's a pretty good prize pack for for someone huge. to 
that's willing to drive down there and participate in it, I think it would definitely be worth worth the travel. Oh man, that that is huge. And like I said, you know, I hope I get to go down there um, just to see it all. Because I mean, I've I've heard nothing but you know good things about that hunt. Like I said, Mister Eddie, Tyler, Duncan, them they just do a phenomenal job down there with that hunt. And I want to see it. So yeah. Hopefully yeah. I get to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I would I would like to be able to go uh also if if I can get away and get down there for sure. Um you know, I've got two teenagers here in the house. Both of them hunt with sure. me some and I would love to have one of them if not both of them be able to go down there and, and hunt in that, but um if nothing else maybe we can get up to Forestdale. We're not that far apart from each other, so maybe we Absolutely. can get up there and uh partake in the facilities up there and and have a good time so um going forward later in the year you know uh after the youth nationals uh the state hunts gonna have the um youth world hunts can you uh talk about what goes into that and you know what kids can do to get get prepared for that sure the youth world is a huge event Uh, we had in 2021 we had the largest youth world ever known to pkc hmm. i think we hunted a hundred and i want to say 13 dogs one night and it was huge it was the huge the biggest we've ever had um with that being said uh you know the, the youth has to win their hundred dollars to be qualified for the youth world um we actually offer two nights of qualifying now uh, thursday and friday night thursday night would be your free night to hunt and then 30 and then a 30 dollar entry fee for a friday night if you don't get qualified on Thursday, you have to win double cast wins, back-to-back cast wins uh, on Thursday or Friday night to be able to hunt on Saturday in the quarterfinals, semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, we also will probably offer another, for the kids that don't get into the semis and the quarterfinals, we'll probably offer a pro classic on Saturday night also, along with the open the youth open event, I think it's a $30 hunt. Um, it's usually, I don't know, 400 added or 500 added, something like that on Saturday night also. So, I mean, there's something for everybody. Um, if you don't have your money won and you still want to come out and support the other, uh, kids, we'll have a hunt on Saturday night that, you know, you'll be able to enter. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just like to, push all them youth to get out there and get your money won, you know, and, and be able to come hunt that hunt. Whenever you're winning your money this year for the youth world, it's actually qualifying you for the 2023 youth nationals also. I hate to jump ahead of you a little bit, but no, go ahead. Um, whenever for, for 2022 youth nationals, which will be held in this June, you do not have to qualify. So any kid with a, that has a PKC membership and between the ages of six and 18, still in school, can hunt the youth nationals. In 2023, you will have to qualify. And to qualify, you either have to have three cast wins or $200 one. So right now, in the prior year, so right now, you are qualifying, you are winning cast to qualify for the 2023 youth nationals. It's a little confusing, but I mean, it's just like the the big nationals is you qualify the year before okay. for the national. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. Where is that youth national going to be held this year? Paducah, Kentucky. Okay. Is that going to move around, or is that where you, they plan on keeping it there? Well, I'm not saying it won't move around, but I think these, I think we have a two-year commitment in Paducah. Okay. So. And the world is in Salem? Yes, sir. The, the, the youth world will be in Salem, Illinois, I think uh, somewhere around the first, maybe the second weekend in October. Yeah, that sounds about right. What As the program youth director there, um, these bigger hunts like the Youth National, um, the World Hunt, and even the Missouri State Hunt, what what does it take in the background to really get that up and going? Just not so. This is not so much for the youth as for the adults that you know are hesitant of. Man, I don't you know I don't really want to go over there today or whatever. What what does it take for with y'all? to put something like that together because you didn't, you didn't just start planning planning this last week. No, sir. It, it takes a, it takes a great team. And, you know, I feel that the youth committee with PKC has the best team that there could possibly stack together right now. I mean, we, we all work really well together. Um, myself, Shane Patton, uh, Amy Thomas, Amy Thomas has been huge. She has all the knowledge. I've, I know the hunt part. She knows the political part. You know what I mean? She she does all the interviews. She does. I'm not a big camera guy. I don't you know. I don't mind doing this interview with you, but I'm not probably gonna stand up and talk in front of a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get my picture taken a bunch. I, I just. I like to be the boots on the ground, and she is huge in in the other aspects. She knows what it takes to make it go. Um, she's done it for so many years. And then just as far as the clubs, I mean, it, it takes a good backbone to your clubs. You know, it costs a lot. I mean, to put on these hunts just because we guarantee $100 cast wins. Well, you know, you're, you're having to come up with 30 some dollars for every cast win because, you know, with the PKC and stuff, the party, you could pay 72 bucks on a $30 hunt. Well, then you have to come up with the rest of that. So we do raffles and we do uh, anything to make money throughout the year to be able to put this into our youth uh, fund. Um, we've already, I mean, we've already started for, you know, 2022, I think our hunts in May, and we've already started pushing, you know, to start raising some money for them events to buy prizes and stuff. And people are great. I mean, whenever, you know, we couldn't do it without our sponsors. I mean, that they're huge. Um, there's several people in the PKC community um, that give money to the program and we could not make that program run without them, without them sponsors. Um, it's just a time consuming. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's a lot of work. And whenever you see one kid walk out of that uh, building with a smile on their face, it's worth it. Yeah. You know I mean? It, it, it is totally just worth everything we've done for the last eight months to see one kid walk out of that building with a smile on her face. Yeah. And sure. I think that's the reason I do it. I mean, that's, that's the only reason I can think of that I could do this. Yeah. Most, if not all of the, the adults that you see there, or, you know, stuff being put on is all their times volunteered. Absolutely. And they're great. I mean, these kids' parents, you know, when they haul to a hunt, if they're old enough to, you know, where they don't need somebody to go with them all the time, they volunteer to judge. 
you know, the younger kids. And it, it's, it's great. It's a team effort. And I mean, these guys that bring their kids to these hunts, they'll do anything for you. I mean, they'll jump in and, and do whatever it takes because they know what we've been through the last couple months to, to be able to put this hunt on, you know? So, I mean, they're the first ones there that want to help and, you know, want to take entries or they want to judge cast or, you know, even throughout the day, they'll judge the bench shows or, you know, just different stuff to help because they know, you know, what kind of, what kind of stress or what kind of, you know, I hate to use the word stress, but what kind of obstacles that we run into throughout the year to try and put on these hunts. So if uh, there's some, some club members out there listening to this and, you know, they have a few youth in their club and they're they're wanting to, to come up with something to help grow that youth that's in their club, what what suggestions or ideas could you give them to, to help them in that area? Well, if they have enough youth, you know, to try and put on one of them pro classics because the pro classics are only, you only have to have 12 youth to have it. They're the probably, you know, I know they try and put on some legacy hunts and stuff like that. A lot of them don't feel Oklahoma does the best job I've ever seen was a legacy youth hunt. They always knock it out of the park down there. But as far as trying to get them youth involved, I think maybe even just putting on a club hunt for youth only. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's not sanctioned, just get them involved and try and get them out in the woods and teaching them the rules and and teaching them how to strike and treat their dogs and stuff like that. Just, I mean, if they're anything like me, I mean, I only went one time and I was hooked. I mean, you know, if you can just get them there and, and get them involved, that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I know when me and my daughter's out at night and she's got her dog and I've got mine, where we, we do our best to try to, you know, keep stuff up just like we would if we were in a hunt with a scorecard and, you know, striking dogs and putting time on them and just going through the processes of not just getting her ready, but it's helping me too. Right. Absolutely. So, do you hunt yourself in any of the the um, not the youth hunts, of course, but the regular PKC hunts? Do you yes, have time to? Yes, I do. And that's how I I guess I kind of got to PKC. I mean, we actually just got back from the Lone Star uh, Five Thousand just uh, Sunday. I guess got home from being in Texas for a week, so um, we was down there at the week long uh, open event that they have. Um, you know, I'm, you'll usually see me at the World Hunt, Super Stakes, the Nationals, stuff like that. You know, I'll either be helping work behind the desk, taking entries with PKC, and, and hunting usually in most of them myself. Yeah. I, I, I've never been to the Lone Star 5000. I've heard, heard a lot about it. Um, being being as fresh on your mind, you've just gotten back from it. Talk talk a little bit about that hunt. I, I've, I've heard Josh Michaelis talk about it on his podcast, and uh, it, it sounds like a, a great event. Maybe there's some people that's been hesitant to go. Talk, talk a little bit about that hunt and what goes on there. That is probably, no, it's not probably, it is the best open event that I have ever been to. Um, it is. It starts on Tuesday, ends on Saturday. I mean, the added purses are just phenomenal. They have pup uh, derbies down there. The only place that I know of anymore that still actually has a pup derby. A lot of them have gone away, but they still draw 20, 25 pups every night down there. And um, that the hospitality in the South is just second to none. Um, them guys down there, they Joe Manning Jr., Chance Lynch, all them guys down there, they know how to put on a coon hunt. Um, Guy Manning is huge. Um, I listened to Tyler's uh, podcast with Guy Manning. That was absolutely inspirational. 
I mean, I, I wish I could get every kid to listen to that podcast. But the 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 hunt in Texas, if you if you got a chance to go, go. They have lots of coons, good hunting. Um, you know, when it's I live in central Missouri, when it's 12 degrees up here, usually it's about 45 or 50 down there. So, I mean, the weather's a whole lot better. Um, it was a little different this year. It did get kind of cold down there a couple nights. Um, but I mean, it's, it's always the first week of January and we're snowed in and everything up here in Missouri. And we always take 10 hours south to, to get out of the snow. And it's, it's second to none down there. I mean, them guys really, really know how to, to put on a coon hunt. Um, Duet, they started and do it on, uh, Tuesday. It's Tuesday and Wednesday there. And then it moves to Iola, Texas on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They have a youth hunt on uh, Friday and Saturday night. Um, they give belt buckles away Thursday and Friday. Um, the youth can win belt buckles. Uh, the high-scoring pup each night wins a belt buckle. The overall pup for the two nights wins a belt buckle. The high-scoring open dog wins a belt buckle. And the high- and the overall open dog of the two nights wins a belt buckle. So, okay. I mean, it's, it's a huge event. And like I said, if I could ever talk somebody into going down there, if they've got the time or the means to go, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. I've I've heard great things about it. I, I've never been personally, but uh, maybe maybe here in the future I can can get down there to it. And it definitely yeah. sounds like it's a it's a good time for sure. So, uh, what what kind of dogs? We move here off the youth a little bit. What what kind of dogs do you currently hunt? Um, I hunt chain walker dogs. I've got a I've got a five year old male. I call Dempsey's Whiz Bang. Mm-hmm. Um, I placed second in the Super Stakes in 2020. He's that's just what I hunt. Um, me and him kind of just uh, he's pretty much the only dog that I hunt right now. I've got a couple pups out of him that were that are coming along, but as far as when I go to a hunt, that's what's in my truck. Go Whiz. Yeah. What's he out of? He's off of uh, Trader's Dempsey dog, which okay. goes back to Stylish Trader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll be at the Nationals and at the World Hunt National, for sure. Yeah. Well, do you do you have? I, I ask everybody this: Do you have a favorite coon hunting story, good or bad, funny, not funny, uh, that you can share with us? Yeah, I can. Uh, and it's going to be funny. I mean, I guess it might be one of the things where you just had to be there. But me and a buddy of mine, Jamie Burns, my best friend, uh, still yet to this day, we kind of grew up together, coon hunting together. We even roomed together and worked together out of town and stuff like that until we both got married. But um, we was coon hunting one night, and I was – Oh, I was probably 21, 22, something like that, you know, fresh out of high school and just had to work for a living and make my money. And we went out and bought this dog. We gave $1,800 for this dog, most money I ever give for a dog. And we took her out and we hunted her on a really, really cold night. We had no business even being out there, but we did tree a coon. And we went to shoot this coon out during season. Coon hit the ground. It wasn't dead. Well, the dog took off after it and went out into the middle of this pond. Well, the pond was froze over. Back then, I was kind of a little guy, so this dog is out there in the middle of this pond, and it's running a circle around this coon and barking at it. Well, we could see that the water was starting to rise around that coon. You know, it was starting to 
call out, and all I could think about was that dog was going to go into water and drown, and I had just lost every dollar I had saved for months to buy this dog. So I take off out there. I take off my boots and my light and everything, and I ski my way across this ice out in the middle of this pond. Well, Jeremy's telling me, there ain't no dog work this. There ain't no dog work this. And I was like, I got to get her, you know. So I skinny out through there, and he's shining a light. I get, there, I get out there to her, and he slides dog leash across the, across the uh, ice to me. And I snap her up, and the coon runs off, and I'm headed back across that ice. And I don't have a light or anything, and he's shining a light on me. It's kind of shining in my eyes. I can't see. Well, I hear the ice back. Mm. And the ice breaks, and I go through the ice. Well, I guess I went to scream, and I'm drowning, I'm drowning. And the only thing I can, only thing I hear is him holler, stand up. And I stood up, and I was only about knee deep. I had made it all the way back to the bank. <laughs> I didn't know where I was in the in the lake. And when I fell through, he hollered, stand up. And I stood up. I was only about knee deep. So. Yeah, yeah, that's... But that was a... About a half mile walk back to the truck and freezing cold pants and, and shirts and everything else. My boots over my shoulder and head to head back to the house and laid underneath the wood stove for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that is pretty funny. Well, I sure appreciate you taking your time to get on here and talk about the the youth and the youth events uh, that are coming up. Uh, I think that is that is the future of the sport, and Absolutely. we need to try to help promote those as much as we can and you know maybe maybe uh i can get up there in may and meet you in person and you know we can do a a mid mid mid-season update or something on here and anything else that's coming up with the youth that that may maybe knew that is a rose for sure and i think that would be great well i just appreciate you and thank you for having me yeah no problem thank you i appreciate it and uh, have a good night you too take care Thanks, guys, for listening to the Coonhound Collective podcast today. We really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to listen to the podcast. If you don't mind, head over to Facebook and give us a like, and head over to Instagram and give us a follow. It's both at The Coonhound Collective. Also, if you would like to reach us here at The Coonhound Collective, you can reach us at Collective at gmail.com. If there's someone that you would like to hear on the podcast or a product that you would like to hear talked about, please send it to Collective at gmail.com. Thanks again. Have a great day.